this. Whatever, I'll man. Just kick back and chill. Just sit ten feet from the microphone. Just sit there with my martini. Oh. I've never in my life had a martini, but out of it, any alcoholic was, beverage, that that probably appeals the least to me. I have no idea even what it would be like, although because olive, they put an olive an in olive it. Olive seems strange. I don't want an olive in my drink. Uh, Bloody Marys too seem. Yeah, no, to thank me. you. That's like alcoholic V8. I have this thing in my head that alcoholic drinks should be sweet. Yeah. And if they're not, why? I don't know. I don't drink if they, alcohol, if they so are, it makes why? it easy for same, me. Same, so. same. But, uh, yeah. I don't want to drink a salad, like a spicy <laughs> like a spicy salad. <laughs> Get your kale smoothie and add booze to it. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of weirdness. That's probably a thing at some hipster brunch I just, spot. You know, it, how do we get on this topic? <laughs> We're going to talk about Imagine Worship today. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know how we got here, but I think I said something about a martini. Shaken, not stirred. Uh, yeah. That's, see, that's, that's why a martini <laughs> comes to mind. Because in all the movies, that's what the cool people do. And you, Sean you see, Connery. You know, whether it's James Bond or you know, uh, Robert Petrie and Dick Van Dyke show, you know, all these different things. That was the culture. It's very that. much like I feel like a 40s and 50s Which thing. is probably the bigger issue I have with alcohol than the alcohol itself is the culture of alcohol that goes along with it. But that's another podcast for another time, I'm sure. So. Now it's White Claws. Now it's what? White Claws. You ever heard about White Claws? I don't think so. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Related to Santa Claus? No, C-L-A-W-S. Okay. It's this drink that all the, all the youths are drinking today. It's a, it's a hard seltzer. All the kids are doing it. It's like a hard oh, okay. seltzer. okay. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the hard and, seltzers. And supposedly and there's like a huge shortage in the United so, States and, because... And I'm sure we're not marketing any of this to children who are underage and illegal by making everything taste like candy and weird, you know funny kid drinks yeah there's i'm sure we're not doing anything intentionally to try to get minors to drink alcohol sorry i'm gonna vent a little what? bit so do you want to talk about alcohol today i guess <laughs> hey man we got a pass we can hey, talk about whatever we want hey talk man about. we're gonna talk about imagine worship you control though. the mic you I do are not. the the magic producer i just producer. drink my starbucks it's psl season you and that's the, all i care about no no uh i don't even know what you involved. would even put in a pumpkin spice latte I don't have any idea I, I suppose if you're if you're jonesing for alcohol you can put whatever in whatever well, and that's it's whatever you... right so you're just gonna keep doing it none of it tastes good i don't know anyway we've just offended a whole lot of people i'm sure a lot of teetotalers who are offended <laughs> that we mentioned it and a good. lot of uh, a lot of bros <laughs> that drink white cloth <laughs> a lot of bros <laughs> she just said a lot, a lot of bros, of bros. Right here on the, sup on the bro podcast. we're gonna talk about what's happening this weekend Chihuahua. well this weekend we are going to get together with the people of god and we are going to worship the savior who rose from the dead that's pumpkin spice lattes Possibly, I suppose. I mean, I'm not bringing them, but we are uh, having Imagine Worship from uh, Dance Arts in Stevensville, Michigan, here at Real Life. Mm. And uh, yeah, you guys even started doing this before we got here, I think, right? Several I years. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. How at least the past four or five years. Um, since it's probably somewhere around here. that time. Yeah. Um, they've been coming, you know, at least once a year. Um, and it's it's not the entire group at dance arts it's a it's a specific group of of dancers that form imagine worship right yeah they have to uh, apply and be a part of this it's a specifically a worship oriented group Mm -hmm. um so these girls it doesn't have to be girls but it is girls (laughs) it's open to 
to boys too. There just that seemed that, like incorrect grammar, but it wasn't. Yeah, no, there just aren't that <laughs> it many. It is girls, but <laughs> but there are just there aren't that many right uh, males that are doing it um, that are participating. Especially in, so. now that Good Morning America just denounced. Well, so now I'm going to have to make a public <laughs> apology. Uh, anyhow, as we're looking at, at what they do, they um, there I don't have their mission statement in front of me, but but they deliberately and consciously use dance to share Christ. And mm-hmm. so they want to glorify and worship God through dance, through movement. And as they do that, they have um, they just finished up recently a tour week where they go around to a variety of um, mostly nursing homes and, and other settings like that to, to take the, the love and the joy of Christ into these places to be able to share with, with folks who, uh, many, most of them really, are not getting out to go to church or to participate in worship in such a way. And, and many are not believers, so they're not seeking that necessarily, but they come out for a dance thing. They right. get to see these the dancers perform. And uh, you see, you know, these, it's a variety of different settings, but I love seeing the 90 some year old. Uh, men and women who are just excited to see these happy young people coming out. And it's, you know, from, I think they've got some, uh, at least a couple of elementary school girls, Mm -hmm. middle school girls, high school girls, and uh, a couple of the instructors also will dance. Um, So it's it's really neat. It's very well done. Uh, It's a great opportunity for them to learn um, more about dance because they have to adapt to every venue. They have to adapt to changing environments. Uh, so when they come out, you, you choreograph something on a stage in your studio that's designed for dance, and then you go to a nursing home where right. you find whatever space you can get. Right. And some of them... Maybe like, like a cafeteria. Right, somewhere. yeah, literally. Yeah. And so like Kertel in, in St. Joe is one of the bigger venues, big open floor in their common room there. Um, Woodland Terrace and Bridgman is a pretty, mm-hmm. pretty decent place. But then there's uh, other other places that are, I think they go to the Whitcomb in, in mm-hmm. St. Joe, which used to be a hotel. And um, then some have a really small space, so you're really packing it in trying to do it. And so when they come here, um, the nature of our kind stage of Somewhere area, in between. Yeah, our stage area up front is kind of a medium-sized. It's not, it's not big. It's not, it's probably bigger than what we had in our previous location in the storefront. Yeah. But what makes it a challenge is there are steps. Multi-levels, so church, yeah. church stages of the 60s and 70s have steps to them quite a bit. So um, rather than a big open stage like you might have in, in a modern worship center, which is more theatrical in design, um, there are multiple layers here. So we'll do what we can to try to make it as big for them as we can. Uh, but they're going to have to adapt. So And you got to cut out in the middle of it where the pulpit stands. Right. So right. they'll... You know, they'll have to adapt to that. So it's really kind of neat to watch them grow um, artistically as they're learning dance. But what's really cool is um, I think Masera told me that we were the first church to have them come do the whole show. And then that first year Mm -hmm. um, I connected the dots for them. So they had the songs and Mm -hmm. then I Mm kind of preached through that and we put it together in a thing. And uh, so I I would open and close and then we'd um, give... I guess you'd call them devotional thoughts on those songs and connect it with scripture and so mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Well, Nasera does that in their stuff now. So uh, it, since that time, she's pretty much kind of taken over that connecting of the songs. I like that so. because it kind of it sets the tone for yeah. each. It set, it puts your mind in a place of of reflection and worship as you're watching these right. these girls dance. Yeah, I I think it's a great. It, it, it sounds 
kind of weird and secular for me to say change of pace, it, but it is. And and we spoke in in the last uh, something to think about uh, it coming out of Luke twenty and twenty one. Talk about some. Oh yeah, I talk about this. Is think about it. yeah. Think about clearly, it. I'm not thinking about. It. <laughs> Anyhow, the la- but the last time we were talking on Tuesday's podcast, not, um, not today. <laughs> and today, as the listeners would hear, it's, it would be Friday. Friday. Yeah, even though it's Tuesday when we're recording, we are in such a time warp right now that you've completely confused me. But anyway, as we were talking about that previously, whatever our our worship rituals are, need mm-hmm. to reflect the reality. There needs to be a connection between it, and so this is an opportunity for us to take something that is inherently transcendent mm-hmm. um, by God's design. Why I don't know, but this is seems to be how God has wired us. It's human nature to dance. It's human nature to express ourselves Some of in this us better way. Than others. Well, and, and Got there's kind a, of an Elaine Bennis thing it, going on. You know, on it's myself. kind of an interesting thing to to see the just the dynamic. And I'm not a psychologist or, or a sociologist, but to see the dynamic of dance and and the different nature natures that come out in it. When you see tribal dance and well, so on, yeah. it's a different thing altogether. But what we primarily know in in our Western culture here in the u.s what we primarily know is social dancing mm-hmm. at a club or a, prom that, yeah. or a wedding reception and it's for other people All and right. and uh, for a lot of you know secular environments there's alcohol involved boy that sounds like the beginning of the podcast. Full circle yeah uh, and and it you know takes away your inhibitions and so on and there's also a I can't remember a word for it. There's also a sexuality involved to it, especially. Well, there is, and, and that's kind of inherent. Now we're getting into it, so we'll also talk about this. <laughs> this in, will in be our follow up. Right. In our, in yeah, our we're almost out of time about. here. But but what I do want to touch on really quick before we dive into that is, I think what you were saying earlier about kind of breaking our our worship routines a little bit so we don't just get stagnant with it. Mm. I think it's it's interesting for me, for I hope for a lot of people to see and to recognize that dance can be and is an expression of worship and it doesn't need to be the stereotypes that we've made it especially i think in in, in north america and and yeah we really have we've turned it into something dirty and so not always but you know footloose mentality that you know if you're a dirty dancing whatever we we don't want any of that i love me some sways but rebellious kind of thing and uh it's an expression of our individual autonomy right and and that's that's not quite it, but it's always there right. as well. And right. so there is a fine line that you have to be conscious about. Right. But at the same time, in the innocence of it, we, we can't escape the fact that all through Scripture, and we'll talk about this next time we're together, I think. But, uh, you know, just in, in preparing for this, I got a whole list of Scriptures here. I got that, a list, man. That, you know, just in a quick search for dance in the Bible, there's so many because right. it's talked about all through Old and New Testament. We see dance come up. As a natural expression, whether it's pagan or Christian, has to do with the heart, not with the act itself. Mm-hmm. And so, when we, the fact that we're dancing isn't bad. Right. It isn't even necessarily good. It just is. It's part of the human experience, and the human experience was designed by God. And so, when we see that, we see David worshiping in dance, and, and so many things that go along with it. The the description in Song of Solomon about. Um, lovers dance or the people celebrating one another in dance and when uh, the, the the women of the community are singing their songs and dancing 
about David's victories before he was even king. Mm-hmm. Those t- kinds of things, uh, that's a natural expression. But anyway, we'll talk about that more next time. I'm excited now. I didn't think we were going to have a lot to talk about, but sounds like we do. <laughs> Again, every time we open beyond, the scripture, we beyond, see this. And uh, so there's concepts for us to dig out. Beyond white claws. Uh, so if you <laughs> yeah no no alcohol next time no alcohol thing, so. sorry uh, if you are in the area uh, this Sunday feel free to join us at Real Life uh, service starts about ten oh four and I thought you were gonna say join us for drinks just you know no nope. so I was trying to get away from it yeah. and uh, so yeah if you are in the area join us um, you can also watch we will our, have coffee probably we'll have coffee yeah, so. not PSLs but um, what was I gonna say. Oh, we will have it on our on our live stream We're so as well. We're so off the rails right now. We'll have it on our live know. stream as well if you if you can't make it. And uh, Imagine Worship will also have a you know called a recital uh, here on October. A night of worship. A night of worship. worship. That's a better. Yeah, recital. it's actually put on by Tapestry Dance Company. Oh, I'm Company, sorry. Okay. And Imagine Worship is part of. They'll, they'll participate with them. Okay. But it's Tapestry da- Dance Company out, out of, of Chicago. Chicago. Okay. Um, and Miss Sarah, who is the instructor and and, gotcha. and for Imagine Worship, is part, is of, part of that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that will be here at Real Life Two on October sixth. Um, keep you know check back on our, our Facebook pages and things like that. We'll we'll keep you updated on that so you don't forget. Um, but yeah, we'll talk more about this next time. Thank you guys for listening.